Hello. Hello, 71 episodes. Is that how you say I'm going to turn the microphone to much annoyance of everyone listening? Hi, yeah. So, so quiet for us, but so horrid for them. Well, my voice, you see, is... Oh, don't kick the mic studio table. <laughs> my voice is still a bit broken, so we need all the help I can have. I'm lucky, because I, a couple of weeks ago, had a very sore throat, but no lasting effects. Only if I go very deep. Okay. Do I feel any sort of... Right. Effect? What's I the topic? I talk like this the whole time. Okay, and so shall I. The topic is... Um, why does Dexter have to immediately come into the room as soon as we start recording? Because he likes to split his infinitives. That's the one. No, the topic is, why? when are the police going to pull their finger out and find Madeline McCann? What's the topic for this week? Good. We have a drink this week. Mm-hmm. This is my favourite. This is uh, Blue Moon. Is it really your favourite? It is. It's, uh, it's my favourite regular beer I've ever had. It's a North American craft beer, or they would uh-huh. call a wheat beer. Uh-huh. Vice um, beer. Well, as I say, they would call a wheat beer. Um, and I've only ever had it found in America. Until recently, Sainsbury's have started stocking it. They're the only place in Britain... Great Britain, it. please. Grand Britain. Mm-hmm. Um, Gross. And I've repeatedly had myself. You've repeatedly had, had yourself. I've repeatedly have you? had I'm, myself. I've heard some uh, Blue Moon mm-hmm. in this country, and it's very, very delicious. But it's never as good Promise? as when I have it in America. I don't need too much. Well, I'm, I'm not giving you the dirty glass. Okay. We have to have enough for it to have the orange, not to just make it taste of orange. Well, you, you've spoiled the No, I don't, it's not that big of a thing. I don't think it's people are going, but what's he going to say about the difference? He will now. Uh, and then I remember that they put a slice of over there a month ago and they put a slice of orange in it. And that makes all the difference in the world. Is that slice big enough? Yes, of course it is. Especially if only half a glass. Well, let it seep for a while, yes? No, no, straight away. Really? It's already done the magic. This is Blue Moon, everybody. Go to Sainsbury's and buy Blue Moon. Nostalgia. And put a half an orange in it. Mm-hmm. Not half an orange. Oh, that's good. It's quite nice. I find that very delicious. It'll do. Mm-hmm. I'm just going to sit here and drink this all podcast, so I can't be bothered talking. No. Okay. We've got things to talk about, haven't we? Well, I just realised that I need to be given another Nobel Prize. Do you? Yes. <laughs> Another one p prize. Yes, N- no, it's 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 ninety nine. It was a hundred pence. Was it a hundred pence? Sorry, a hundred pence. Only a one pence. A hundred pence. A hundred pence prize for the Nobels. Nobles. The Nobles. The Nobles. I got screwed our own joke up. Yes, <laughs> I, I call you Andrew Collins. I've got it. I thought that the Nobel uh, Prize the Nobel gave me quite a lot more money. One p. Anyway, so yes. I. Why do you need a prize, Nick? Well. The current uh, standard model in the law in physics suggests that there are wow, this is going to be good. Suggests that there are four forces in the universe. Yes, there's up, a sp- down, left, and right. No, oh, I misunderstood. There's a strong force, uh-huh. the weak, and the weak force, which are related to um, forces in the nucleus and to that stop the nucleus from collapsing and so on. Sure. Then there's electromagnetism, mm-hmm. and finally our old favourite, gravity. I love gravity. Which is why we're sitting here today. It's not the reason I'm not, not the reason about. I'm sitting here today. I opted out of gravity. All oh, right. You voted no. I'm using centrifugal force. Right. I see. Yeah, stay in my seat. Mm-hmm. Well, isn't controversially? Didn't didn't, didn't didn't haven't we agreed that that's the same as gravity? No. I think we have. It's quite different. No. Well, I think you're dissing agree dissing the Einstein uni- there. Do you think the universe is spinning fast enough to give a gra- gravity? Yeah. Interesting. Anyway, go on. So, what's your what's the revelation you have? You found I realise there is a fifth force. Yes. And it's related to string theory. Uh huh. Um. And I found it about... I realised this when I opened up a drawer. <laughs> and inside a drawer... Yes. What well, a great discovery to found this way. I, I, I had put 
very neatly yes. a number of different sorts of cables. Oh, Nick, this is so, so, I can't believe you're dragging us down here. <laughs> and when I opened you up the drawer the weasel, day, you little weasel, when I opened up the drawer the next yes, day, what happened? They were still no. in perfect parallel alignment. What? So there is some sort of force of propulsion which yes. keep, kept them from getting tangled up, wow. which I was told would happen That's in, in, a, in a stand-up comedy That's episode. Was this in, well, did you put these wires in your man drawer? So you <laughs> did. <laughs> so all these wires were still repelled, and yet I'd been told by Michael McIntyre mm-hmm. that they would inevitably become utterly tangled. Yep. The fact that they weren't suggests that there must be some force of repulsion which is which is keeping them apart. Interesting. Do you know, the other day I was waiting for a bus. Yes. And one turned up. That usually does happen. Mm. If you're lucky, otherwise you wait and then none turn up. Mm-hmm. And you just walk. Yeah. But I try to... That happens to me an awful lot, actually, when I used to have not have... It does. When I used to not have not have a car. Mm. Do you like that sentence? Do it again. How, how do you think it went? When I used to not have a car. Yes, that's fine. Not it's have not. a car. not. used to not have... You don't like used to... Well, I didn't have a car. Everything was superfluous. You don't like used to anyway. I don't like used to at all. It's disgusting. Wasn't that banned? Uh, I don't know if we made it banned. Hmm. Certainly not in law. Why do you say this tastes? It's sort of tangy, isn't it? It's tangy and wheaty. It's not tangy without the orange, though. Actually, you should try some without the orange. There's a small amount of bitter with a little bit of sweet from the orange and some sour... Mm. Well... mm. But it's it's really fresh. Well, that brings to mind, I mean... There's the old canard about how would you describe the colour red to a person who had been blind from birth? Sure. I was wondering how you, how would you sort of maroony. <laughs> how would you it. how would you describe taste to those who had that who had never tasted anything or had their tongues cut out at birth? And I was thinking maybe you would describe them in terms of concentrated emotion in the same way that a laser is a very pure concentrated spot of light you might describe taste as a kind of concentrated emotion if you think about it no what is sweet you would so the laser is light hence you no so you say sweet i would say taste is emotion in a sense no it's just it's just a sensation in the brain so touch is an emotion sweet is joy heat is an emotion i think sweet you could say balance is an emotion. sweet is a very kind of unlinguified joy right and Sour, we can call uncertainty. Would you get a certain <laughs> enjoyment? Would you get a certain enjoyment out? This of... This is just synesthesia. This isn't. Well, no, but you get a certain enjoyment out of uncertainty. But if there's too much, it starts to worry you. Right. Um, saltiness would be surprise. <laughs> excitement. No, I disagree. I disagree. Saltiness would be no, excitement. No, and bitterness would be revulsion. So you are wrong. How so? Because salt is necessary to bring out flavour, and excitement is not necessary to bring out other emotions. Excitement. So I think... Excitement is. You're wrong. It's excitement. You're wrong. It's excitement and umami is... Umami. Homeliness. Is it? Yes. (laughs) So that's my theory of concentrated emotion. It's all these theories you're going to get so many Nobel Prizes. (laughs) Yes. Do you like my my theory of explaining taste to people who've had their tongues cut out? Yes, it's really useful. There are so many of those people as well. There are. The, the, the underrepresented uh, disability. Well, how would you describe taste to somebody who's. I wouldn't, because it'd be meaningless. As much as trying to describe colour to a blind person would be meaningless. But would it be? Because they've still got a brain that's been yes, developed to mean... interpret colours and vision. But there's. Yes, but it's not got any input. Blind people. Um, I hate them. Do. 
does a blind person who's been blind since they were born uh-huh. see the same thing that we see when our eyes are closed? I don't know. Because I used to think... The, the question that blind people hate more than any other is, what do you see when you dream? <clears throat> when I was a child, I used to be think it was amazing. I used to think, when you close your eyes, you still see black. I've spotted one of my missing tea towels. Well it's poking out from that box mm. there. It's hiding from you. Yeah. You abused it. <laughs> um, it's one Sorry, of those. You're talking about black. Well, I used to see, when you close your eyes, you see black. And I used to think mm-hmm. that a blind person won't see that because if they're blind then they won't even see the sorry am I boring you won't even oh. see the black and I, I thought know, well they won't interpret them as different I was thinking oh, no, have, I, well, no but I realise that's wrong because they probably do see that well I was going to say the vast, their brain is the vast, still there. No, I was going to say the vast majority of people who are classified as blind have basic some, perhaps some no but even those who well. don't whose it's eyes are absolute, plucked out absolute blindness is very rare let's say they're born without any eyes okay I think they would still pretty much quote see Unquote, what we see when we close our eyes, they will experience that black. They won't realise they are, I suspect. No, but if you've got no ocular input at all, you're not going to recognise black, are you? No, but isn't black. going to have nothing. No, but no, but that was the point. Isn't black that our interpretation of no of visual nothing, stimulus? Of no light. Yes, that's the null state, isn't okay, it? Well, then they no, have. No, that's what I used to believe, like you, that there was another state called nothing. Right. But then, I tried, then it blew my mind to try and visualise what how you would experience this nothing now I suspect that whilst you don't realise it's happening because you have no context mm-hmm. you have no contrast it's the same as black really? what do you reckon? I don't know it's another noble prize <laughs> I reckon there's one in the one in the wings for that mm. for sure I want to talk about the bookshop to which we visited today did you yes. know that sentence? I felt a bit sick <laughs> We went to Goodbye Books in Bath, which is a pun that makes no sense whatsoever. It's a bit poignant. It's like an end to books. <laughs> Goodbye a, Books. It's a poignant pun. But it's by B-U-Y-R. Um, cheap books. And we weren't going to go in. We and were not we going s- to go in. We are flat out not going to go in. No. And then we saw a sign outside that advertised that they sold DVDs, mm-hmm. with no apostrophe in DVDs. Good. And that they, sold, they had a huge selection of kids' books, with an apostrophe... After the S. Very unusual. Never seen such sights with mine eyes. No. Extraordinary. So what did we do? We went in. And we rewarded them. them to, to thank, we thanked them for their sign being radically appropriate. And purchased books because of that. Indeed. I bought I bought Judith lots Ju- of books. bought Judith books, yeah, whatever. Um, I bought my first animal book for me. Because you can't read because you're yes. like an idiot. And what book did you buy, John? A book about cream teas? I, I bought a book about cream teas, too. <laughs> I think that's a gag. It's true. That you did buy a book about I did buy, teas. well, not specific cream teas, afternoon teas There are lots general. of cream teas in that book. Yes, I should mm. hope so. All the ingredients of a good cream tea are in that Absolutely. book. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Uh, but the best thing about that shop was the lady who works there. <laughs> she's brilliant. She's a lovely lady. I've never met her before. She's no. very nice. She may not be. She may just stamp on puppies every time mm. she leaves the shop. I don't know. Mm. Um... But she's one of those people who's so posh that she can't finish a sentence. What do you mean by the... <laughs> so she goes, um, I was paused to... absolutely brilliant. I want to be that posh. I, no, I didn't give you permission to smell it. But of course the bus comes. Of course you don't need to back. <laughs> I wonder, is she just perpetually delighted? Or is she just, is that her instead of crying? <laughs> That's my suspicion. That what she really wants to do is go, You don't need two bags. Oh, gosh. 
I think it's a cover up for that. Where she heads herself off with the past with it. Yes, right. <laughs> <laughs> and there's nothing better than when there's two of those people together. But do you think they manage ever to switch that off? No, I don't. I don't know. In moments of intimacy. <laughs> <laughs> Darling, come to bed. <laughs> oh, I really enjoy <laughs> at a funeral, surely. Oh, I've never seen it get that. <laughs> what about at a funeral? Oh, that's true. It's sort of we've been dearly missed. That's so. Everyone should go to Goodbye Books. And goodbye buy Books because in they're grammatically they are cheap. There's books. a lovely, they lovely are cheap, posh lady there. Cheap books as well. People think that I'm posh, Nick. You're not posh. Am I not posh? You're middle, just middle class. Mm. You speak the way the middle class was supposed to speak until they started stopping their glottals and being all estuary. Which is their fault, not yours. Thanks. It's good to know. And so they're all wretched. But my flamethrower is ready and fine. <laughs> You're a new fangled flamethrower. So let's hear those T's and hear those aspirated H's or you're going to get a flame up yo ass. Up yo ass. Mm-hmm. I love it when you talk the language of the streets. I talk the ghetto lang. You do. I the do. parlance of the young people of today. Definitely. Ah, oh, there's a cat attacking me! There it comes. That was a, a vehement attack, I have to say. That was right. I nearly died. You did nearly I noticed you didn't eat your orange. No, I should, shouldn't I? You should. Well, I'm thinking of pouring more Blue Moon on there and then getting How like, do you, off my little hot, when you get sozzled head. When you, when you take Coke at a restaurant mm. and <laughs> they put a slice of lemon in it... Yes. Um... Do you end up eating the lemon? No. I always do. I like and usually the usually the skin as well. I don't oh well, I don't object to eating lemon, it's delicious, but not the skin. Because that's just nasty. Why don't you eat the the coke infused lemon? I just don't Why not? Bother. I don't normally have that's lemon weird. and coke. I like it without anything. That's weird. It's not that weird. I'll have my coke without ice, please. Well I tend to not have coke, is the other thing. But when you do I'll have my Coke without ice. I can't ice. think the last time. I always ask for no ice because it comes out of the thing chilled and you get twice as much Coke. I'm not going to pay £3.50 and it's slightly for a warm. pint of half a half pint of Coke when the other half's full of ice. Ice is half the fun. It's not. It's awful. You get. We've talked about it so many times. But you get a full pint. We still haven't resolved our stu- You get a full pint of Coke out of a, fro- of, a, of a refrigerated pump. So there's no need for yeah, ice. Yeah, which then warms up. If, if it's a very, very hot day, then I can see some justification for it. Well, on a normal day, it doesn't... I, uh, Coke is too sweet, and I want it to be diluted anyway. Well, fair enough, then. Actually, these days when I have Coke, I have it massively diluted. I have it like a squash. How queer. Have you ever tried that? No, it sounds horrible. It's it sounds nice. tepid and awful. No, no, yeah, with, with um, lots of ice. Try this at home. <laughs> it's a recipe, everybody. After, you've done, exercise, after you've done exercise, fill your glass up with ice. Mm-hmm. And what I'm about to tell you, the order is very important. <laughs> Fill up the glass two-thirds yes. with sparkling water. Mm-hmm. And then fill up the f- remaining third with Coke. Um, you have to put the Coke first because the Coke then drops through the water. If you just put the Coke in and then you top it up with water, then the water flows to the top and you just get a very watery mulch. Right. Whereas it mixes properly if you put the Coke in after you put in the water. And then just treat it as a kind of tonic. And it's much nicer. My recipe for ladies and gentlemen at home is mm-hmm. when you go to a restaurant and you have access to the soda fountain yourself, mm-hmm. and you pay for the cup or whatever. Um, Sprite and Coke. No, no, no. Too easy. Mm-hmm. Half Coca-Cola or Pepsi. Mm-hmm. Half uh, orange aid of some nature. I don't drink Fanta. It's got aspartame in it. Also, does Coke? Coke doesn't. Does it not? No. Oh, okay. Only diet Coke does. But you want to get a half, a, half an orange aid, half a... Coke, that is a delicious cocktail. Sounds problematic. Or Coke and Vimto, that's another Actually, really I know why one. Coke 
and orange would work because coke itself's got orange oil and neroli oil in it, so it brings out the or the inherent citrusiness of Coca Cola. We should one time when you're down, we should go to the real China. You know the real China. The, there's that China in Asia. Yeah, where they not, where not, they kill dissidents. Not real. No, oh, not that's real. good because I was worried about them because they were they seem to be quite a problematic place. Absolutely. Turns out the real China uh-huh. is in Bath next to the Ogden. Oh right, and it's quite. Does it also have uh, over a billion people in it? No, it's only, it's only got approximately, I'd say, about fifty mm-hmm. people in there, um, and it's a very civilized place. Very few murders, and they don't um, imprison artists without trial. Yes, they do. Oh, fair enough. But um, they have a very good offer at lunchtime. It's like a buffet. It, 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 Is it like a buffet? But it's, it isn't. It's an almost like a buffet. What do you call it? Eat as much as you can possibly can before you die. Yes. Is that how they call it? Yes. For very cheap amounts of money. Mm. Very cheap amounts. I just can't be bothered speaking. You do this podcast. Yeah. I'm going to sleep. Tell me about this bu- buffet. It's really good. The best thing about it is they have profiteroles for pudding in the pudding area. Oh, they profiteroles um, filled with proper things. I believe so. And what I want to do one day is not eat for, say, two days, completely starve myself, and then go to the real China and see how many profiteroles I'm actually humanly capable what, of consuming. Do you know what will happen? What will happen? You'll have about two profiteroles and you'll have a very sore Everyone stomach. Everyone thinks this and it's rubbish. What's the longest you've gone without eating or drinking? Mm, probably not much more than a day and a half. No, but when you haven't been ill? I've, tw- I've done 24 hours recently. Why? I chose... I wasn't hungry. So you ate literally nothing for 24 hours? Yeah, about that. And you didn't drink anything? No I drank water. loads. How? Yes, but assuming you don't drink anything. Well, then you'd be in a lot of trouble. How long have you gone without <laughs> drinking or eating? <laughs> about four hours. Okay, I've done about 27 hours. Why? And afterwards you want to eat in small amounts. Why have you not drunk for 27 hours? So I would say that to say that you'll be in trouble he is, doesn't want to tell me. Is, is ridiculous. What is his secret? When you've been ill, I assume you've also... Oh, yeah, yeah. Well, when you're ill, it's different, isn't it? So everybody's told you not to eat the profiteroles after your two days of starvation. No, people just don't think I'd be able to get through many. I reckon I could eat uh, 50, at least. 50? Mm-hmm. How big are they? Well, regular profit- oh, just regular, like, supermarket profiteroles size. Not, like, when you order profiteroles in a restaurant, and then the giant ones, oh, and you've like, you won an amazing prize. Yes, no, I, I don't. I wish I... The, and a good explanation for why I have such a large, rotund body mm-hmm. is that uh, I don't have that bit where people go, oh, it's delicious, but I can't eat a whole size of it. Yeah, what do you do? It's delicious, so eat three sizes yes. of it. What's wrong with What's you? the most pudding you've ever had? The most pudding? I don't have any recollection. There must have been a time pudding. when you were slightly embarrassed when you suddenly realised you'd finished the whole crumble or eaten most of the pie. Well, that's every day, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> So you don't really have control when it comes to puddings. I don't really have puddings because I don't have control yes. when it comes to puddings, I suppose. I don't have an off switch. I don't have a bit where mm. I go, oh, you know where people have a, like a really rich chocolate torte and people uh, talk ooh, about how do, you can't... Oh, no, that's more than enough. I can sit down and eat it from top to bottom with a spoon, give me a spoon and a, t- and a pie and I'll eat my way through it. So you don't it. feel sick? No, not until afterward. Long afterward. Um, I can, yes, I can feel regret afterward, but at the time I just, my brain that, just doesn't have that off switch. Do you know what that probably means? It means I'm a big fatty fat No, fat. it probably means that you're going to become diabetic and, and get liver failure. Woo! Why? Le- Why am I going to get diabetes? Cause I, because, because it means that your leptin and insulin cycle's not working properly, so you're not getting the off switch response, and that's usually a pre-indication of diabetes. So, John, Yay! it's been nice knowing you. Woo! But your big fat body is pre-diabetic. Have you, ever, <laughs> have you ever been told that you're likely to get diabetes? No. 
Now you have. <laughs> Thanks, Nick. Are you, are you having good desserts at your wedding? I don't know what we're having. Not yeah, it's nothing charge. to do with you, is it? <laughs> I don't know. I know what we're having for the main course. No, I'm not being funny. Law is all about puddings. So I do, in our life, yes. I do main courses and she does desserts. Is she good at so, them? Yes, she's extremely good. She's the pastry chef, whereas I'm the uh, the pe- main course chef. <laughs> I just realised I, I didn't think, know the right word. I think you're the sous chef. No, the sous is in secondary. I'm not yes, sous. You have to do the. You're not sous. You're Polly. Um, I was going to do a Native American joke then, but you just went for something far yeah. more lame. Do you remember the chef on Faulty Towers? <laughs> no, I don't. Such an obscure. That's character. a Cockney man. I don't like Forty Towers. We've talked about this. Boy. But do you remember the chef character? Not really, no. He's the character people remember least. Good. As you certainly have. I don't care. Do you like the two old ladies on Forty Towers? No. Why not? Because I don't remember them. Oh, Mr. Forty. And then, do you remember the major on Forty Towers? Yes, I remember the major on Forty Towers. Was he your favourite character? No, he, he wasn't. was senile. It wasn't my favourite character. <laughs> Who was your favourite character? I probably the pretty lady. Which one? Basil's wife. <laughs> I had a yeah. joke. Um, the Polly, what's her face? His Polly, real life wife. Polly, yeah, Polly was his real wife. Yes. In real life. And what her name was? No. I can't remember either. <laughs> That's annoying. Pamela no. or something, isn't no, it? No, it wasn't. It was a weird first name. Was it? No, we must remember now. <laughs> must we? Can I just look it up on Wikipedia? No. <laughs> oh, you this must. This is going to be good listening. Oh, you must remember. John, Connie! Connie! Booth! Connie Booth, well done. Connie. Oh, thank heavens. You dredged it up oh. from the back of your brainium. Brains are weird, aren't they? They really are. They are strange. Like real rummaging around in the back oh, of the loft oh, there. Oh, Come oh, on, oh. I know I've got it somewhere. <laughs> I put it back here, I remember. Throwing all the bits and pieces of. <laughs> That's right, you wait till you need something else that was in that box before. Yes. You'd be furious with yourself. What are you going to tell your children? When am I going to tell my children? No, what are you going to tell your children? What's one of those things you think, you know, when I have a child, I'm definitely going to say X, Y, and Z? Um, Which some other people don't. I don't really think of it. How are you going to introduce them to death? <laughs> Sneak up behind them with a knife. <laughs> that what you're about to feel? <laughs> Ooh, we'll have an antecedent. <laughs> um, gosh, death is a frightening one. I think that's why pets are a good idea for kids, mm. aren't they? Because that's a good way of confronting death. Early on, yeah, because then, then, then they think, then they think, then they think, then they think that when you die, you get flushed down the loo. That's right. That's what happens. Like, <laughs> that's what to my granddad. Yes. Um, yeah, I think pets are a good way of learning about death, aren't they? Short-lived pets. Yes, like goldfish. Well, we had rabbits and guinea pigs when I was younger, so they they tend to pop off at about four years. Mm. They've had enough by then. Yes. Do you remember that happening? Yes, I do. Do you remember being confused by it? I remember, actually, I'll tell you, the most, I most strongly remember my gerbil Barney dying. Was he a good gerbil? He was a, he was a good boy. He was a good boy. <laughs> my best friend. He was a strangely affectionate creature for a gerbil. Gerbils aren't usually, they're quite grumpy. I know, and this, well, hamsters are worse, but gerbils tend to be a little and a bit nicer. Are oh, guinea pigs the worst? No, again, guinea pigs are just so timid that they mm. don't make for great pets, really. Hamsters are just terrible. Though. Hamsters are terrible pets because they're nocturnal. Yeah. So essentially all you're doing is waking them up when they want to be They're asleep, nocturnal and, and solitary. that's why they bite you, yes. Yeah. Whereas the gerbil is much more friendly. So Barney, he, um, I, I kind of had a whole session of, I must have been about 13 or something, and I was lying on my bed with him, cuddling him on my tummy, mm-hmm. as he is just slowly about to die. And then we took him to the vet, and, and they helped. I don't know, whacked him on the head or something, <laughs> whatever they do. Did you know he was about to die? Yes, yeah. He was clear, I think he had. But did you know what that meant at the time? Oh, yeah, no, I was too old by then for that, mm. for that to be useful. 28 years old. Yeah, <laughs> I got off the bus. Um, 
I can't think of any instances with death early on in my life, which basically means I still don't really understand what it is. No. It's just all gone on a bigger holiday, haven't they? Yes. Yeah. That man in the basement... When I was a teenager... After, after you put the pitchfork in his head when he was boxing too loudly, mm-hmm. he's gone on a pitchfork. Gone on a very long holiday. Yeah. Um, when, uh, when I was a teenager, if a guy I knew was murdered. That was quite a strong introduction Well, when you say death. was murdered, that's a very sort of passive way of saying it. I, <laughs> I didn't I murdered I didn't do it a guy. I didn't do it he was stabbed to I death I manslaughtered he was stabbed to death bizarrely it was very much um, it was murder it's by bizarre because mis- you don't usually use a knife I know mm. murder by mistaken identity it was mm. someone stabbed him thinking he was someone else mm. um, oh well <laughs> stop calling me a murderer oh I know you're not a murderer you're just a pedo oh I knew you'd do that it's so obvious it is obvious anyway. it's funny because it's true <laughs> and then I got off the bus so he, so he, he got stabbed, and then what happened? You should say nice things about me sometimes on the podcast. Say a nice thing about me. You want to start lying now? Yes, that's right. Invent a nice thing about me, John. Imagine your live nice and svelte body is turning me on. <laughs> well, come on, Nick. We know that's a partially true, isn't it? All that clicking yeah. is driving me wild. <laughs> I can imagine. Hang on. Oh God! Should I do my neck? Should I do my neck? The microphone. See if this actually, works. You just... Here we go. Oh, it's not going to go that way. Let's try this way. Oh, God! There you he go. He turns his neck to his shoulder and it does that. It's, I'm hypermobile, Nick. That is so disgusting. <laughs> You'll never find a wife. I know. What does Laura think of all these clicks she and pops? She doesn't care less about the clicks and pops, bizarrely. Have, have you... She really is ideal for me, you know. Yes. Have you warned her about them? Oh, of course, I don't warn her about them. Have she you done the full gamut? The time? Of course I have. Has she ever commented on Does she know? Maybe she's deaf. <laughs> maybe she is. So she's very convinced. I mean, she can't really. smell asparagus, so maybe she can't hear your pops. That's true. She's, she's popped I was there. being told by a chemistry PhD type person that there is, there's no evidence at all for people who don't produce asparagus wheat. It's only, um, don't smell it. Mm. Now, here's an interesting thing about asparagus wheat. Damn well better be. <laughs> it's not actually interesting at all. Um, you know my rule about if you come up with a good punning name for a shop, you have to start it. Mm-hmm. I'm in a bit of a, a, bit of a predicament. Because mm-hmm. uh, a friend of mine and I came up with a name for... We decided we were going to open a restaurant that only sells food that makes your wee smell funny. Mm-hmm. And then we realised... Sugar puffs and asparagus. She, that's it. It's all we've got in our recipe so far. Um, she decided it should be called We Smell Good. And we're in a lot of trouble now because I've basically got to do that. <laughs> According to my own rules. How many recipes have you got? <laughs> we've got asparagus with sugar puffs. Yeah. Um, sugar puffs with asparagus. Mm-hmm. And then asparagus on its own. You get asparagus as a side, mm-hmm. and then sugar puff dessert. <laughs> I was looking. I went on the, into the internet to look for uh, other oh. foods to make your wee smell funny, and there's no website dedicated to that to start with, which just must be on Wikipedia. Astonishes surely. me. I looked on Wikipedia, no results. Um, but lots of explanations for why asparagus makes your wee smell funny, and so on. And the other thing that apparently makes your wee smell funny is penicillin, but I don't think that's very useful for a shop, for a restaurant. Are you allergic to penicillin? So I can ask as we serve the meals. <laughs> the meals. What's your taster menu? <laughs> it's essentially <laughs> this packet of sugar puffs and some asparagus. Why aren't there more? Why aren't there? Should be especially when you think about soup. You've got one stalk <laughs> vegetable and then a cereal product. There should be a gamut yeah. of other. Isn't, isn't stuff. it funny though? This is the slightly obscure grassy vegetable. Yes. That great does the most astonishing thing <laughs> to your biochemistry. And sugar puffs. And sugar puffs. <laughs> which aren't even natural. So, <laughs> it's just bizarre. But then I was thinking... Wouldn't it be great if you could make 
something you take something that make your wee smell of roses and just things well, like that. Surely there must be chemicals you can uh, safe healthy chemicals you can add to <laughs> safe, healthy. safe healthy chemicals. <laughs> that's a name of a that's a name of a restaurant. <laughs> you can add to the, any regular food stuff. So you can have sausages that make your wee smell of um, a, an old bus. <laughs> yes. Or <laughs> you know, and then like people could be. You then every wee time will be a treat time. Exactly. We have special toilets in my restaurant. Yes. Which are designed to. Have the maximum amount of upward flow of smell from like the, reverse satellite from the dishes loo. for smelly splashes. That's right. And then you're uh, a, go a, a splash light dish. <laughs> That's what they're called. See, now you're in now. According to the rule, you're in. Yes. <laughs> You've got to do it. So, um, and so yeah, and then people could kind of go, Oh, quick, come and smell mine. It's amazing. It's a combination of uh, malt loaf and um, an old uh, tyre swing. Mm. <laughs> which is a distinctive smell we all know well but it is. so when I reach into the random area of my brain it just pulls out any I'd love, I, I'd love my way to be able to smell of old fashioned petrol oh that'd be good the petrol that still had the lead in it when you used to go to the petrol station that was much it still smells quite good but that was such a tangy smell you wanted to taste it but you knew that that would be a bad I want you know the smell of good old fashioned petrol not especially but I remember like the, the regular smell of petrol mm-hmm. well, why I, is it so Moorish <laughs> But what you do you think? Put a chemical in it. No, to make what do you, you think? More, but what so do you think it is? It must be that it's it's tricking part of our brain. Yes. That's used to smelling plant es- think, plant esters and things like that. Do you think it's maybe it's like an aspartame reaction? The idea is it's so horrible it triggers something <laughs> nice. <laughs> maybe. Um, I would like my weed to smell of ozone. That lovely ozone smell you get. You on forget that petrol smells so nice. Well, the great thing is you can just go smell it whenever you want. The cut the petrol cap of my car doesn't have a lock on it. So anytime anyone wants, I can just undo the petrol cap. Diesel of my car. smells awful. Smell I don't have diesel. Nor do I. I wouldn't. I'm not an old fart. <laughs> what about electric cars? They don't smell right. They smell of electrons. <laughs> I think I like the fact that electric cars do exist. Yet part of my brain refuses to accept that. You know, they, they don't They're actually. From the future. Yeah, and they'll never catch on. No. Yeah. So yeah, that's my restaurant idea. I think it's going to be if we can just work with some chemists who are interested. Yeah. Some chemists must be listening. Yeah, who are interested in generating. Do we have any scientists um, listening? Well, I imagine so. Well, I, my my fiance listens, and she's one. I say she listens. She's about five, six episodes behind her. Why? I, th- I think she's fallen out of love with me. Victoria listens to it on the day it comes out. Why is Laura not listening? The, I'm t- t- the wedding's off. That's it. Tap, tap, tap. Until you're completely up to date. Yes, and we'll run a quiz. <laughs> yeah, that's right. And, no, an examination. <laughs> examination. <laughs> Hope you've revised. Rum doings paper one. <laughs> Rum doings paper two. Rum doings paper two B higher level. <laughs> that's right. She has to, to get a... Not even a pass. I think she has to get a B. A B grade or higher, I was going to yeah. say, yes. Yeah. And what happens if she fails? No marriage. No marriage. No? It's done. What questions would you ask? <laughs> what is the financial... Value of the Nobel Prize. <laughs> the thing is, I would fail a run to examination. Yes, exactly. He doesn't like obvious what questions. Drink, what drink did John enjoy in episode 37? Oh, that's not fair. That's a memory test. That's the that worst. Is, they, they are sometimes like that. So I know they so are. We don't so want to be an o, so we don't want to be an O-level type test. We want to be a more... <laughs> you. You didn't even live in this country when yes. O-levels existed. So we wanted to be a more of a... More of a dynamic sort of lateral test, then. Okay. That would be, well, if, if you were in the studio with John, mm-hmm. explain how you would have responded to his <laughs> stupid pun. <laughs> and then, you know, your creative marks. That's good. There should be an essay portion, clearly. Yes. 
Well, I think just some basic facts. Not like what happened in episode 37, because yeah. that's too arbitrary, but... You know, you should have to know basic things. I mean, obviously, cream teas, cream teas right. would be a, you know kind of a given, like an easy question. Maybe question three would be about. I think you have to know about some of the guests as well. Yeah, absolutely. You don't have to remember which episode they're. Yeah, in. but for instance, you have to know Martin Coxall mm-hmm. later appeared in all of UK's news media. That's right. In two se- for for two marks, give a brief summary of the situation he found mm-hmm. himself in. For a bonus mark, explain. Try to use a creative language to describe what an idiot he was. Second question, what was the prison he was in <laughs> one night? Was he in prison overnight? Well, police cell. He was in a cell, wasn't he? He was yes. in prison. He was just in, in the police cell. In a holding cell. Yeah. It's very exciting. He now works for the financial industry. <laughs> Usually the other way around, you go to prison after you've worked for the financial hey! industry. It'd be funny if they accidentally arrested John Prescott for yeah. attacking John Prescott because they were wearing his face. Yes. Do you like John Prescott? No. No. Obviously not. To Nick Apparently Clayton. he's doing adverts now. See? Yeah. What would a television advert have to be these days for you to not be annoyed by it and to be convinced to buy the product or to try the product? I mean, basic straight information helps me to be... So they just say, this is what it is and this is what it does. A non-exaggerating, non-lying, completely straight down the line advert. But that in itself would these days seem tricky and mendacious. Genuinely funny is good too. The first time. The f- yeah, maybe just the first time. Oh, those orange ads at the cinema. Oh. You see? It's like, yes, I know. But they, they, the thing is, they haven't been... I don't know if they still make them. I've, last time I got a few times I've been, they haven't really done them. So, oh, they do. They're, they're much more They did one with now, a, aren't with, they? Well, they do one which tied in with the trailer for Rio. Oh, did they? So they're still going. But it was weird, but it wasn't with... It was that they, they had the Rio cartoon birds appeared on the telephone screen and were annoyed by this. Right, okay. It's that kind of thing. Don't let an orange advert ruin your movie. <laughs> no. I'm about to be killed by my cat again. When's he going to be gone? He's not going to be gone ever, he's immortal. I thought you were learning about death. <laughs> no, he's immortal. And what if you kill him? The death... The, the, the sacrifice. If Dexter died. My... The world. <laughs> I don't know what I would do. You'd go out on a rampage. <laughs> And no amount of clotted cream would say Shut up! Stop making horrible jokes! A joke is something that's funny. <laughs> I'm going to smash your that's iPhone counterfactual bits. and funny. Look, you're sat on a chair, so you can tell. It's labelled chair, but it shouldn't be. It should be labelled we... syllogism. <laughs> he's immortal, and he's never going to die. Mm-hmm. And um... Like Bocky. Yes, like Bocky. Bocky's mm-hmm. proving his immortality. immortality. <laughs> so that's good. Yeah. This is very relaxed, isn't it? I think we're just having a chat. We probably shouldn't be recording this. No, let's not bother recording this. It's too late, I already have. I'm stuffed if I'm doing another one, so it's going out. Well, what do you think of lunch today? <laughs> that's just so good. <laughs> let's talk about stuff that's no, what just you... so yeah, immediately exactly. personal. Yeah, what, makes... what, what do you think of the lunch today? It was not as good as I was the pad thai at the other place. No? No, definitely not. Why? I... But the starter was the best I've had and To forever. me, the, the, your, the pad thai you had at this place tasted as if they'd mixed in tomato ketchup with it. And it just had it was very bland, it didn't have that pow of flavour that I liked about the uh, Thai balcony. No no wedge of lemon. No wedge of lemon. No. It's a tragedy. Next well, time I'll bring my own wedge of lemon. No, it's not really a tragedy. I mean <laughs> No it is. A big earthquake it's of the on Holocaust a scale is a with the Holocaust that <laughs> my lunch wasn't that good. I think that's exaggerated. <laughs> I think you're I find that very insulting. 
That's really very rude. Very rude. <laughs> my lunch was quite nice. It's for the big, as, it's for the victim to decide. <laughs> my lunch was quite nice, but not as nice as I was hoping. <laughs> it's for the victim that. to decide how tragic it is. You exactly. can't go dictating to the victim of a of an offence. You Jews think you've got some sort of patent on holocausts. Uh, we, I do have a, it's a twenty year patent. <laughs> well, it expired in nineteen sixty. Then sixty what? Sixty four. John went at World War Two end. Well, it ended in forty-five, but I'm saying I don't know when the exact the I don't know whether the, that ran up right until the deadline. <laughs> the deadline. <laughs> when, what, what? Guys, stop the slaughtering Jews! It's nineteen forty-five. What deadline? Whether they <laughs> oh, we run up to the deadline. Yeah. <laughs> Quick, you can get one more in. I don't Before know the deadline. I don't know. He's got quite. It's called a... the deadline for a reason. <laughs> that was what they used to on the PC Gamer commissions when Kieran was. Uh, the f- reviews editor this is 11 years ago 12 years ago on PC Gamer it used to say on the commission uh, the de- by deadline we mean exactly that it is the line which if you cross you will be made dead except that you never were no it's, indeed I used to be awful with deadlines I deserve to be dead from yeah. how late I used to be with copy yeah. Dexter sick is that what he, he gets sick all over you doesn't he <laughs> that's right yeah. do you ever have those little moments of cat sick where he has that dry retching sound that went and then it's all over the floor no You've never had that? He's been sick once, to my knowledge, which is we did an experiment. Because Dexter is... Uh, so he goes on and off his food quite uh, all over the place. Fickle. Uh, yes, indeed. And but sometimes he'll just be absolutely, just ballistically nagging for food all day long. It drives us crazy. So it was an experiment a couple of years ago. We decided we'd just fill his bowl with, food, with dry cat food. That gave him, we gave him about five days' worth in one bowl just to see mm. what would happen. And what happened was he ate it until he threw up. <laughs> He's a stupid He's, idiot. Our cats will... Will pace themselves. Yeah, exactly. I, I know many of my friends' cats. You put down food in the morning and they pace it throughout the they day. Take what they... This one, you put down food, just eat until he until he physically throws it up and then wants to eat again. He's really your cat, isn't he? He's such a big idiot. Thanks. What was that you were talking about dessert? No, it's true. It's a real shame that I don't have that. Oh, my 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 off switch is on delay. I've heard. I'm very always very spurious about these things because it sounds often suspicious, not spurious. Sorry, suspicious. It always sounds like excuses for fat people for being fat, but it does seem that. It just the delay. There's a well, delay there a before hormone, I get yeah. the signal. So if I if I'm sensible and I think I still want to eat more, but I'm going to wait 15 minutes. After 15 minutes, I have no desire to eat. Well, sorry, no, if you're ready. But so if I manage to cram it in in that 15 minutes, I can get a load more in. Well, try this in future as an experiment. Uh-huh. See if it works. Big dessert. Mm-hmm. Eat a few spoons full. Yep. And then drink two liters of water. <laughs> I just feel sick from drinking two, two liters of water. <laughs> yes. And then have as much dessert as you want. And a litre of petrol. And That's then, just uh, silly. then drop a match down your throat. <laughs> and almost nothing. No one wants to drink two litres of water. Petrol's not that flammable. Is it not? Not when it's, it's explosive, not, though. Yeah, it? only when it's made into a gas. So when you burp, go. Burp. <laughs> <laughs> I could do an amazing fire breathing act. Act, yes. Um, but try that and see what happens. Let me know. Okay. Especially if it's fizzy. Fizzy petrol. Carbonated fizzy petrol. Water. Oh, I see. Try one litre of fizzy water. I wish you a litre of water. litre of fizzy water. It's too much. I don't like fizzy water. It's horrible. A pint of fizzy water. Can I just have lemonade? No. Diet lemonade? No. A but there's no aspartame in it. A pint of fizzy water. I don't like fizzy water. It's horrible. It tastes of carbon. Good. You're made of mace mostly. I hate carbon. You hate yourself. I hate all the bits of me that are made of carbon. Except your, except your diamond billand. <laughs> That would be quite unpleasant. <laughs> what an odd thing to have said. That would be a very unpleasant thing to imagine, though, wouldn't it? It would also be quite impractical. What's the most banal dream you've had of late? 
Um, I had one which I related to. Oh, yes. It was about Margaret Thatcher. Yes. Coming back in... They, she was going to come back into That doesn't power. sound banal. That sounds terrifying. No, she was going to come back and she said she was too I old. See, I was like an 80s comedian there yeah. for a bit. She was too old. Right. So she didn't. <laughs> there you go. I dreamt the uh, night before last that even though I'd done a wash, I couldn't find any clean underwear. Oh, dear. That's what my subconscious uses night time for. And were you really upset about it? No, I was like slightly In indifferent. And then I found... So what did you do? I found, well, I found a pair of pants that are not like the ones I like, but like my kind of last resort pants. They'd been so washed? I, yeah. Describe them. Well, they're just slightly thinner. I prefer these nice, chunkier pants I've got. But you had to make do without? Yeah, I did. I mean, that's kind of... I have dreams that I've had my hair cut. I, I just... Either that or I have horrible, miserable dreams that I wake up feeling terrible from. Those are the two things my subconscious thinks well, I'm happy playing dreams. with. No, 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 no. Just banal or miserable. Those are the two options I have for dreaming. Ridiculous waste. Oh, John, that's I your life. Doing... <laughs> I could be doing anything. You could. Yes. Dr. Anthony Clare wants to say that. Thank you for being in the psychiatrist's chair. See you <laughs> next week. Who's it taken over from Dr. Raj Lieface Patel? On Raj... All in the Mind? I know to you they're all called Raj Patel. It was actually called Raj Pasod. Was it Pasod? <laughs> so, right, so you've, re- so you've revealed... <laughs> Your sexual impotency well, I do hate, and your racism. I do hate all people from wherever he's from. Where's he from? What, from England? Yes, that's right. Double racism. <laughs> Everybody so thought you were the good one. But actually, the more you speak, <laughs> it's more kind of evil one. <laughs> yeah. he, Dr. Raj pursued. <laughs> he was great, wasn't he? Yes. Oh, dear. What was it he did? He was... Um, Ripping off other ideas, people's ideas as his own. Wasn't well, no, but he just basic. Well, didn't mind. I mean, he just photocopied their books and then put his name. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> it's glassy. Forgot to say that he did it. Is it Claudia Hammond who does it now? That name just suddenly oh. fell out my. Uh... Oh no! Yeah, no, it's, it's Claudia Schiffer. Claudia Schiffer. That's right. Claudia Patel. Do you remember? I believe. Amanda Patel. Do you remember? <laughs> do you remember Claudia Schiffer? Yes, of course. And all your classmates used to like her. Mm, not really. really. Early on, yes, they did. She wasn't... Uh, we were a bit young, I think, at her peak. Her peak. Yes, her two peaks. Is she still around? I imagine so. I imagine she's still doing workout videos. Mm, that's Jane Fonda, but she's not doing workout videos. I think Claudia Schiffer does them as well. Uh, but do you know who definitely doesn't? Jane Seymour. No, the um, person who used to be married to Paul Merton. What's her name? Caroline Quinton. Caroline Quinton. Mm. <laughs> Why are you just calling her fat? I never liked her. No? No. I, no. I never I never understood what Paul Moyton saw in her. No. Especially on Men Behaving Badly. Mm-hmm. That must have aged terribly. That yeah, I'd love to go back and watch the original series with Harry Enfield. That must be the most awkward to watch. Apparently it really is very awkward. Mm-hmm. Did you watch the whole series? Yes, I loved it at the time. I, I hated it. Did you? There's new ladism. It was so laddy, I hated right. it. Right. He had a couple more years' wisdom on me, though. I was a bit young. Mm-hmm. These days, I think if you went back to it, I don't think you'd like yeah, it. Yeah, I'm sure it'd be horrible now. Especially just Neil Morrissey, just hard to look at at all. Yeah, he also... Who, whom did he betray? Wasn't he with Leslie Patel? Leslie... <laughs> Leslie Kahn. Um, <laughs> yes, and... Leslie Grantham. Leslie Grantham. Yeah. And uh, yes, did, uh, did the dirty on Les Dennis. That's right. Leslie Grantham and Les Dennis. <laughs> what a bastard. Poor Les Dennis. Yes, it used to be on Family Fortunes. Do you remember? Yes. Now it's Vernon Keaton. Patel. Vernon <laughs> Patel. 
John Patel, what, uh, what's our runtime? It's time to stop a long time ago. We better it's 40, stop right oh, it's 47 now. like last one. We better stop right now. Thanks, Nick Patel. Thanks, and I look forward to seeing you come better. 